And now, two guys and a grill. The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Welcome to another edition of The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. That is Stunt over there to my uh, left today. Uh, the normal place. Yeah, right where you normally sit is where Jake is. Kind of works out pretty well. Anyway, <laughs> we're so glad you joined Welcome us today. To the show. It's a uh, holiday weekend, and we love holiday weekends around here because that means a little extra smoker time. That's right. A little extra barbecue time, a little extra grill time, and hopefully, if all goes well, a little extra lake time, especially this weekend. Hey, good, yeah, give me a beautiful weekend. How about that? It's going to be fantastic. It's almost going to be uh, too hot. Well, it's definitely hotter than we usually get for Labor Day. That's I, true. I think it's safe to say. That's true. And um, the beautiful part, as we always like to say on this show, is now we've uh, clearly identified this weekend and we can never reuse this. <laughs> well, it's a good thing that we do a new show every single week. We do. Actually, uh, zero reruns. And if you look back in our almost three-year history. And is that, it's, that's how we just stay at it. Man, we deserve a break. <laughs> That should well, be a slogan for a company. I would like to do what you said to do one time, which was uh, have our ladies come in and do a show. Right. But then we'd still have to edit it, so it's not really no real time off. And we'd have to record it for them. Yeah. Because, you know, it's, and if we're in the room recording it, we're going to have to, uh, or, or running the board for them or whatever, then we're going to have to, you know, bite our tongue from jumping and go, nope, nope, that's not, <laughs> no, no, that's not right. It's, it's not almost all. more strenuous the way it is. <laughs> we're kidding. Of course, our women are amazing. They're brilliant. And we couldn't do it without them. Uh, which is actually true on most of the case. And if uh, uh, that's one thing I like about uh, not only this show, but, you know, the, the barbecue, grilling, smoking um, uh, world, I guess would be the word. Yeah. It's bec- it's like at our house, it's a family affair most of the time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's half the fun is that uh, I'm outside doing stuff. Uh, sometimes she's inside prepping other things or cooking other things or bringing things out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's usually almost always there's a crowd. There's people. <laughs> there's uh, there's friends. There's extra family. I mean, there's neighbor kids. I hope, and I, I say this a lot, I feel like, so I need to work on it and be more active on it. But moving mm-hmm. forward, I hope to have those kinds of Sunday fun days like you always do with family. Because uh, growing up, we always had, you know, mom would be in the house getting stuff ready. Dad would be at the grill, flipping steaks or whatever he's got going on the grill, however dad did it. And I, I always thought that was so cool how everybody had their chore, their job to do to make sure meal went fine. And right. there was always that middle downtime where y'all sat, had a beer, and maybe chopped off a little piece of the steak on the edge to just oh, take yeah. a taste. and. Uh, that was always such a part of my childhood, so I hope to always do that in the future, too. That's for sure. I, I could not agree more. Um, all right, so Labor Day weekend. Today, we're going to talk about something. We're famous on the barbecue show for always suggesting that when it comes to a big holiday weekend, you don't overdo it. Don't try to get too crazy because you want to make sure you're spending the time uh, properly. Or in my case, uh, sneaking off to play golf Saturday morning when we're up at the lake before. And, and the family's like, well, but we have such a busy day that day. And I said, but nobody ever gets out of the cabin and into the water until one thirty or 2 anyway. Yeah. So what do you guys care if I'm gone playing golf from 7.30 to 11.30? Right. It's no big deal. Anyway. So you want to make sure you don't try to bite off more than you can chew, as the proverbial proverb goes. Uh, but today we're going to talk about burnt ends. Yes, we are. Because that's something that, uh, A, delicious. Uh, B, it's one of those things 
that if you talk to 10 people, you're going to get 10 different ideas, recipes, and methods of madness yeah. on how to prepare them. You will. You will. It's true. It's true. And we've all seen, if you are if you spend any time on social media, you'll see everybody's got a recipe and a video about, today we're going to make poor man's burn ends. And they're made from everything from uh, you know carp pieces that were left <laughs> over to uh, to cardboard. That, that is untrue. <laughs> okay. Both those things, I'm pretty sure, are untrue. Uh, all right. Maybe not that extreme. But uh, there's always somebody who has a way of, of doing burn ends in a, in a faster manner or instead of using brisket, they're going to do them with a, a, a chuck roast or right. a beef roast or some sort of thing. And you know what? Bottom line is you can. Yes, you can. We're actually talking a little bit more about that later on and just kind of discuss yeah. how do you do a poor man's burnt end as they right. refer to the chuck roast and and how, how do you go about doing burnt ends in general? So. Yeah, true. I like it. It should. Uh, so we'll we'll dive into that a little bit in the uh, second segment today and get you all fired up. What did you do last week? You do anything exciting? Well, it was sure once again a blur, but I made a giant breakfast of the Blackstone. I feel like it's been a while. Um, and here's the fun part. So as we've talked about a few times, gosh, I really need to reseason my grill. We got mm-hmm. some spots. So I finally got time to do it. Guess who didn't take any photos in the whole process? Like, that's the whole point of this show is to document what we do. And I didn't take any photos. I don't know what I was thinking. Well, we'll take your word for it that you knocked it out of the Well, park. I can take a photo of the, the post product, which is honestly looking really good. Breakfast went super smooth. Awesome. So let me ask you, not uh, to interrupt here quickly. Um, what what were what were the steps you need? Because you had some like you had some pitting and some rust. Or what I had exactly some pitting in an area, which okay. I mean, just basically the the it, it looks like the certain rust rust was coming up through the bottom, right, um, onto the top of the cooking surface. And there's areas where it was chipping, and there was actual rust showing. And so I went across it really hard with a scraper. Okay, I made sure everything was really dry, soap and watered everything. Okay, and then I went across it with a scraper again. And they said use sandpaper. I use sandpaper in one corner, and mm-hmm. I and they said use such and such grit was what I read, and I kind of scratched it up a little bit. I didn't like the way it looked. I'm sure it would have been fine if I kept going and just kind of smoothed it all in. But I'm like, no, we're not gonna keep doing that. So I just went back to scraping, and then I was soap and watered again, made sure it was dry, and then I found this Blackstone conditioner okay. that was said to make sure you get rid of rust and all these different things, and you apply it on a dry surface and it's supposed to be cool, and you let it sit. Agitate it, reapply, agitate it, reapply, then wash and soap it again, and then go about your seasoning process. You know, and nice. so I did that, seasoned it about four times, I believe, with oil until it smokes all the way off. Mm-hmm. You gotta wait till it kind of just you just cook it on high until it smokes off. And man, that was last Sunday we did that, or no, that would have we made breakfast Sunday morning, so it must have been Saturday, sure. And so Saturday, it's just smoking up a storm on the black. So it looks like I'm an idiot who's burning something yeah. really good. But it turned out really well. Uh, and Sunday morning breakfast slid right off the top of the flat stone. Everything was great. Nice. Made eggs, bacon, hash browns, pancakes, and was super happy with the results. So a couple quick questions. Uh, questions. Um, agitating. Just use like a scrub brush? Yeah, it was okay. a little... I mean, it was a little, um, it came with the packaging. Oh, okay. Basically a steel uh, steel wool okay. is what it was. But it was like cut up into like a a little square dab or something. Oh, nice. So it said agitate with this. And that's what I did. Perfect, perfect. I and read the packaging and it worked really well. I was really impressed with it. Because that's one of those things where 
I think we found it at Walmart, and I was like, mm-hmm. well, let's give that a shot when I do the reseasoning. Maybe we'll, we'll see if this works. And I honestly think it turned out to be a really awesome um, resurfacing tool. So. That's uh, that's great. Now, and you know me, I'm a very much, uh, well, I think this whole show is to an extent of find what works and use it. Uh, you know, brand name be damned. Yeah, you know, so 100%. We're, we're, not, we're not brand uh, specific to mu- really much of anything. However, I will say this. Um, when it comes to, we we clump, if you will, uh, flat tops into a flat top category, but there's a difference. Because like, for example, your Blackstone, that's all cast. Yes. And my flat top is stainless. Yes. So that seasons and handles things a little bit differently. You know, that's where, you know, like my, my stainless is not going to get... Uh, I'm not going to get pitting on that. If right. I get pitting on that, I've got bigger issues. Um, but it, so they, they handle different things differently. You know, for example, your cast, you have to be more careful with temperature fluctuations. Yep. I think we talked about one time last winter when I was, uh, I went to clean it and it was still hot and I hit it with a bunch of cold water outside yep. and the thing twisted. It, it sprung on me. Right. And then it sprung back. Well, with cast, that could have easily went crack. I mean, I could have shattered the whole thing. If right. I done it wrong. So there's, there are some differences, and that's the one thing I would say is that usually if you're dealing with a blackstone and that cast iron surface, a blackstone product is probably going to be better suited for that cast iron, whereas the stainless is going to be a little bit right. different. So I mean, you want to be sure aware of these what things. What you're using is worth, I mean, like you said, if it's worth stainless steel, don't be using it on your cast iron. Right. There's right. not much of a difference, I'm guessing, in most of those products. Yeah. But why risk it? It's why why challenge it when you can just make sure you get the right product? Right. And it's the same process. And I guess what I'm saying even more is that if you if you are cast iron on your surface uh, like a blackstone or because there's a few of them that are there's really you know you see some in cast you see some in the the stainless steel and then there's some ceramics out there also which yeah. are really a the ceramic deal. teflon coating it's i don't know yeah i'm not I, a fan i'm still not a fan of those i'm yeah. not seeing anybody who really loves that model yet right and that's what i'm getting at is you want to be more careful with the the cast iron because you can do more detrimental things to that inadvertently uh, if you're not careful right. such as you know the right the you know the wrong like the sandpaper on the stainless steel is just going to clean that up especially a, a high grit right uh, whereas on the the uh, cast iron I can see where you would uh, say oh wow I'm having different problems here. yeah there I didn't like the way I was results, so. I mean it probably could turn out to fine I mean you those cast iron pans that we have I mean right. they, they take a beating yeah you can take something as rusty as I'll get out and really make it still shine but uh, awesome. anyway it's been well, Money in the black zone. I want to make sure I take care of it. Right. right on. I'm glad it worked out. Uh, yeah. So that was. Uh, oh, I guess I forgot. I made uh, pulled pork leading into Sunday morning. Okay. So for the overnight, I had pulled pork on. I was gonna put it on my electric smoker. Mm-hmm. Uh, had it all set up, ready to go. Plugged it in. Blew the outlet. Oh, Went that's to the right. next outlet. Blew that outlet. I shouldn't say blew it. I popped the circuit. I'm like, what the heck? Tried every outlet in the garage. <laughs> every outlet couldn't handle it. I'm like, how does it handle my pellet smoker, but it's not handling my electric smoker? And at this point, it's like one in the morning, and I'm trying to get this on before we all go to bed. And so I decided, let's just put on the pellet smoker and be good. And the next day, I think I talked to you or somebody. I said, well, is there something wrong with the smoker? I'm like, I guess I didn't think there would be. But you know what? It's probably the first time I used it since moving it. So I should probably do a double check on it. That Who would knows? be my guess too, right away. Because otherwise, why would not be able to handle that in the in the house or, or in the garage? But we'll figure that out because that's a key use hmm. in the future. But Interesting. so we had pulled pork all week long for sandwiches, and I did make pulled pork quesadillas on the flat top as well. Uh, one morning or one afternoon, so nice. That was really good. You know, your little story there just got me thinking. Did you try it in my house? My electric? Yeah. Mm. Oh, weird. Okay. I'm just curious. Was I just, supposed to bring it to your house? No, well, I just, I woke up, I woke up Monday morning and jumped in the shower and it was ice cold. 
Oh, you blew your hot water circuit? And so after I got done in the ice cold shower, <laughs> I jumped out and I checked the circuit. And the, uh, for some reason, my hot water heater breaker had popped. So I had to reset. Maybe, so I just, maybe, maybe I blew everybody's in the, street, in the neighborhood. I just wondered maybe you came up and plugged it into the same <laughs> circuit that my uh, hot water I heater I did not. Into. I don't know. So that's. Did, uh, did you grill anything up last week? Uh, you know what? I didn't. I'm, try, I'm trying to not think. Do you, not, haven't you used your new electric smoker yet, either? No. Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't done anything. I haven't had time. My wife did some burgers one night. Uh, oh, that was uh, Monday. Uh, I went to bed. I had a, I had a, I had a tough weekend. Stuff. I had to, I had to play golf and party like a twenty-two-year-old all weekend and yeah. run around. Yeah. And we had a golf tournament on Sunday. I had a golf tournament on Monday. I had a, a makeup league game on Tuesday. <sighs> I'm sorry, man. It's very hard, stressful. Hard being me. Uh, Saturday, <laughs> I, I went out to eat for a little while on Saturday. Okay. And uh, what did I have? Did I have a steak. I think I had a steak at Papa George's. Okay. It was nice. I went out to eat on Thursday too and had a had a steak. <laughs> so Yeah, it sounds like I will say this. Um both times went out for steaks and both uh, both places I had steaks. I uh they were good. They weren't the same as at home. Yeah. And I was like, you know, maybe I'll just stick to having the salad. It's now. hard to have steaks in a restaurant when you're not uh it just it does it's gotta hit a certain spot in your face in your ta- in your uh Taste buds. I don't know how to say it. Right. Because you're used to doing it your way at home. Until you find somebody else who compliments that or is just that much above and beyond, right, right. it's hard. And here's and this is just me. Uh, my wife thinks I'm crazy. But <laughs> a lot of places, it seems like you go to eat and their steak is more expensive. And to justify that, uh, they add things to it. Truth. They put like sauces on it or stuff on it, like crumbles of blue cheese or some it. sort of sauce. So- I'm like, I don't want that on my yeah. steak. I want, I don't want some cheese sauce on a steak. I agree. I don't want some Bernays or whatever. I don't even know what the <laughs> heck you put on this. But I, 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 I like a, just a good pure plain steak. And so, uh, it's the same thing. I'm the same way with walleye. And there are a lot of great places you can get really good walleye. I've got walleye in my freezer that cost me twice as much as what I'd pay for it at a restaurant <laughs> by the time you factor travel and gas and tackle and and uh, bait and beer and everything into it you're like man I could have just gone out to eat for this this is crazy <laughs> but it's still a good time so yeah my uh, my patio did not get much use this last week and it was a beautiful week too so shame yeah, shame I it is it's it's uh, sad sad but true <sighs> oh well that's how I roll uh, anyway we want to talk uh, Labor Day we want to talk Burt ends. We're going to do all that in uh, just a moment. But before we talk burnt ends, we should probably get to the barbecue show tip of the week. And it is uh, Labor Day weekend. I always say ribs are the way to go Labor Day because you practice all summer. So you do get to show off. But today, in honor of Friday, uh, September 1st being National Burnt Ends Day, we're talking burnt ends, but what about right. those ribs? Hmm. What about rib tips? Because they are very similar, but yet not at all. Right. Obviously, two different kinds of meat. Uh, they are cooked a little bit differently. Uh, the rib tips are byproducts of trimmed St. Louis style ribs normally. Uh, so you get a nice little end right. uh, with a little bone in it. Which, by the way, I hate chewing around that bone. I do rib too. tips are annoying. When, it, when they have those on restaurant menus, I'm like, why would I want to do that extra hmm. work? When, you, when you're cooking at home, it's an easy way not to waste meat. What do I want to buy your scraps? <laughs> yeah, well, that's just it at the yeah. end of the day. But burnt ends, once thought of as a waste, are now actually considered the best bite in barbecue because mm-hmm. there's so much flavor packed into them. So I guess this tip is more so a knowledgeable information of what the difference is between the two mm-hmm. and how they're made, which we'll lead into in the following break. I like it. I like it a lot. That's a good tip, man. 
Thanks. All right. Wasn't much of a tip, but it works. Yeah. Barbecue show tip of the week is brought to you by you. Your name oh. here. We're slow. This is something. We'll work on that. <laughs> uh, here's the deal. Labor Day weekend and a steamy one. Quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk burnt ends, which maybe you can just put them outside and let them go as hot okay. as it's supposed to be the there next couple of days. Uh, we'll do that when the barbecue show continues. The barbecue show will be right back. Welcome back to the barbecue show with Stunt and Jake. Welcome back to the barbecue show. Happy Labor Day weekend to you and yours. Enjoy the heat. Try to stay hydrated and plenty fully fed. Plenty fully fed. <laughs> Easy for you to say. Apparently not. I'm looking hard with my mouthful. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna talk Bert ends today. And Stunt, I'll be. Uh, you know, we're a full disclosure kind of program here. Uh, burnt ends and brisket is where you're always going to have a leg up on me because you just you do it more often than I do. And I love doing it. Yeah. And it's uh, listen, I love eating it. It's delicious. <laughs> uh, I don't do enough of it, but I, uh, you know, my lifestyle, I'm always in a hurry. So We're always on the run, right? That's so, true. And these are a little bit more of a slower process because at the end of the day, what is a burnt end? It is the trimmings usually from the outside of a brisket that somebody thought was too done. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere along the lines in Kansas City, they said, well, what happens if you just sauce these up and throw them back on for a little bit? Like it's sticky. And lo and behold, they found the burnt end, which now people make on purpose right. using the point of the brisket. So a little bit fattier content. It's often referred to as meat candy, and it melts in your mouth, and it's absolutely phenomenal. So, uh, quick tip on this. So, let me ask you, I guess, because uh, if you, depending on where you shop or, or where you get your briskets and your meat, sometimes you'll find a, usually you'll find brisket in one of two ways uh, a full brisket, yep, which has which the is, flat and the point. Yep. Or you'll find what's called a trim brisket, which is almost always. Just, just the flat. Exactly. It's hard to just find just the point anywhere. Right. And so you're kind of usually stuck buying both pieces if you want. I mean, mm-hmm. you could make burnt ends out of anything at this point. Because right. we'll talk about a little bit. Poor man's burnt ends exist. You can make them out of a flat. But traditional black uh, burnt ends are out of the um, the point of the... Uh, the brisket, which is that fattier right. part of it. It's going to be a little bit juicier, and it just tends to be uh, part that really melts in your mouth when you get all that right. all that fat content. Exactly. Um, so how do I make them? Well, great question. If you're going to make a brisket, let's say you have a full brisket, right? So you got the point and you got the flat together. You're going to want to trim that up. And a lot of times I kind of go off a of meat church on this one, which mm-hmm. is a online barbecue guy, YouTube. He talks about trimming the point back quite a ways so he can almost lay it out flat. Okay. And he still cooks it together as one piece, but that way he has all the extra surface to season. So you're going to season it and oh. cook the brisket almost like you always do. Okay. But then when you get to temperature, you're going to want to cut the flat or the flat end point apart from each other and then cube up about one inch squares your uh, your point. Okay, sure. Because so you've already seasoned it. You now cooked it for 10 hours, 12 hours, whatever it may have been. And you now cut that up again and you put it into a pan. At this point, there's a few different methods you can go with. And this is where it separates different flavors, obviously, the most. Because you're going to either put your favorite barbecue sauce in there, some butter, whatever it is to kind of get that 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 uh, savory flavor you want with your bris- with your burnt ends. And at that point, you're going to put it back in the smoker and let it go for any upwards to an hour to two hours just to get that stickiness and the, um, the meat, the fat to break down just a little bit more in sure. that burnt end. 
And then you pull them out and you got a burnt end. Just like that. Just like that. And if you've never done this before, never experimented with brisket before, when you look, when you look at the flat and the point, you'll see the uh, how Stunt's describing, you know, cutting back into the point so that you can kind of fillet it open. Right. Uh, it, it, it kind of becomes self-explanatory. Once, yeah, you, once it, you have the thing in your hands on your cutting board, you're going to go, oh, I see right here. So what, like you said, you're, you're kind of when you think of like filleting open a pork chop so you can stuff it. Right. Or... Uh, you're gonna for you're wondering where to flay it open. It's like a fat end or fat line. I don't know how you want to say, it, but you can tell that this is where the two muscles come together. Mm-hmm. And you can just trim that fat and continue to trim it back, so you can fully season the full right. full parts of the meat, not just the part that's showing initially. Right. So everything's seasoned as it cooks, which gives you that extra flavor. Obviously, uh, Kansas City tends to be a little bit more tangier with their barbecue sauce that they use it with. That's I mean that's where the brisket burnt end really originated from. Um, and it's, I guess almost when you do it with the, when you put the burnt ends back in the smoker or the grill, you can kind of say it's almost braising the meat because usually you have sure. some sauce. You don't want them to be swimming in the sauce by any means, but definitely have a good healthy coat on as they re, uh, as they cook again. Okay, so, and the question I would present to you also when it comes to uh, burnt ends, uh, I'm a big fan of chislic. If you go to uh, South Dakota, especially, they love to do it with uh, venison or elk or beef, of course. Yeah. Um, and some people, some places I go, I like my chislic to be almost, uh, almost like jerky. I mean, it's really, yeah. it's really crunch, kind of crunchy because you, you know, you're deep frying it in, in oil. But a lot of people will uh, serve chislic, which I think represents more of a burnt end in that it's, it's a larger cube, and it's more of a medium rare in the middle rather than a chewy, hard, crunchier, seasoned piece of, of meat. I always think of chislic as like those, those crunchy edges <laughs> off of off of your meat. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the one time I've had chislic, I've never had, I've had chislic once in South Dakota. And uh, yeah, I felt like it was that hard jerky style, actually, is mm-hmm. what we had. So I, I don't know about the... Whenever I get it outside of South Dakota, it feels... It, it represents more of a burnt end to me of a, Yeah, I can, I can see of that. like a steak bite. Somebody has an idea of a steak bite more than chislic. Exactly. Do that. exactly. I can definitely see that. So a uh, similar process, if you're going to do like a poor man's burnt end, you're going to just take your, your roast of whatever the flavor Abs- design and cut absolutely. it up? It's basically starting off with something smaller to take less time. You're going right. to have... Uh, your chuck roast or whatever, and you're going to just go ahead and season it up, smoke it, and then cube it up and then do the exact same process. But it's called poor man's because obviously the price of a brisket compared to the price of a chuck roast is quite a bit different. Obviously, you're obviously just working with different meat too. There's nothing wrong with it because at the end of the day, you could have just this amazing flavor uh, out of that chuck roast. It's just just a different process, a little bit quicker. It's all, and like you said, then with the burnt end origination, was to salvage that parts of the of the brisket that were probably going to be discarded as trim anyway. Right, exactly. So, um, can I throw you a curveball? Sure, can. Can I do that? Can I do that? Okay. So here's my question for you: Could I? Should I? What if I <laughs> wanted to make a burnt down out of something else, like, like say pork? Pork? Yeah, actually. So burnt ends are obviously more return. Uh, People explain them as brisket, usually beef. Right. Uh, but you ha- or I have had, and I'm sure you have had as well, or at least thought of it, uh, the pork belly burnt ends. Yes, yeah, so I'm talking about. It is, so, it is just as good as the brisket, right. honestly, because you're taking a pork belly. So now you're thinking already of your slab of meat. You got all that fat. You got that. You got that. Uh, the meat on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this case, the time I've had it, and the times I guess I've had it twice, and both times I've I've um, scored that fat to start with. Right. Into the size, I'm going to probably end up chopping it up later on. But then put that seasoning on both sides. 
fat side up so that fat melts down on top of that meat mm-hmm. and just let it go just like you would with your brisket and everything else. Smoke it for as long as you need to get to uh, right to uh, temperature, but then cut it up, put your sauce on and put it back in and then Honestly, another one. It's does it. It's the same as the brisket. In the fact that it'll melt in your mouth, it is incredible. That pork belly is yeah. obviously got to be used. You got to be okay with a little bit more gristly fat. Or not gristly. It's, it sounds off, off-putting when I say right. that. But that fat content is gonna be more with the right. pork belly. But it's so good. Um, I've seen. Uh, let me just say, I've 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 been a part of some experimentation <laughs> with um, chicken thighs. Done very similarly. Really? Uh, the difference is, is similar to how you would do a competition chicken thigh, where we uh, we cover them in a pan and we and we cook them almost like you would do with uh, a, a similar style of a poor man's burnt end. Mm-hmm. Uh, it got them to a temp where everything started to render down. Then went in, deboned, deskinned, scraped whatever was left on the skin off. So you're getting that what little fat content you have on your bird right. left in that pan, and then diced it up. Extra seasoning, you throw a little additive in there, like some butter or something. Yeah. And then, but you're, what you're going for is that smaller, again, more of like a chicken bite. And I say thighs because the, the breast is, just gets too lean. And yeah, too, breasts are too lean. Most flavor work. comes from the chicken thighs. Absolutely. Exactly, exactly. But it, and I tell you, it turned out pretty well. I don't know that I would call it a chicken burnt end, uh, maybe more of a. Uh, seasoned chicken bite. Sounds like something to play with, though. I like yeah, that. kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, that, and that's where, I mean, really, one thing you mentioned there is that it comes down to the burn end piece. It has to have the fat content. You're right. not going to take a buffalo, an elk. Exactly. It's not fatty enough to actually make, you're going to end up having dry meat. Right. You're going to cook it too long. The fat in there is what gives you the opportunity to keep going on the cook and let that render down a little bit more and then end up being just a melt-in-your-mouth slab of meat. Yeah. Rich man, poor man, pork chicken, <laughs> uh, rattlesnake, however you choose to make your burnt ends. Just, you know, play around with it, make it your own and, and find the flavor combination that works for you. And so just remember to experiment and have fun. I go fire that thing up. The Barbecue Show Hashtag. with Stunt and Jake. Hashtag. Like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook.